Welcome back to another episode of That's Business. On today's episode, I'm going to do something a little different where I'm going to encompass the last three years I've been in business. So a lot of you have been following along with this story of, yes, I got fired from my job and the whole stories we talk about that throughout this podcast, on TikTok, on social media and everything like that. But since it's been the three-year anniversary on September 16th, I wanted to talk about it. So we're going to do a dedicated episode discussing what it's been like over the last three years. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. And funny enough, I probably wouldn't be here right now. I can't say it was easy, but damn, it's fun. It's been worth it. I would say so. Now, the interesting thing, what I really want to discuss is just kind of a little bit back on my background. I mean, my first struggle I remember when it came into kind of, you know, what I want to do when I grow up. You go to college, you know, if you're privileged enough to go to college, you go to college, and at 18 years old, you're supposed to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. Pick a degree, pick what you want to do, and do it. And that's what you're going to do, right? And I remember I picked my degree. I changed it probably, I don't know, two or three different times. And, you know, you're told like degrees are going to open up so many doors for you. It's really the best option for you. Get that degree. So I did. I went to Penn State, had a great four years, and I was ready to go. So after graduating, I remember feeling so lost. I remember thinking like, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to make all this money. Every employer's going to be flocking at my door. They're going to be wanting to hire me left and right. I'm not going to have any problem at all, right? Isn't that what we're all told? And I remember I took the first job that was kind of thrown at me because they're just like, oh, yeah, get an internship. Oh, yeah, get a job. Like, you'll be fine. No big deal. And I think it was spring semester and I was graduating in the spring. I was like, hmm, maybe I should uh, look at that. Maybe I should like really figure out what I want to do next, right? And I got this job. I didn't negotiate anything. I took a $30,000 was my salary. My commission percentage, ready for this, my commission percentage was 0.33%. Not not, not 1%, 0.33% was my commission. If you follow me on other social medias, I just told that story on TikTok of what happened at that job. But I took that job. And was sold on the premise like, hey, you come and you hit your goals. We'll bump your salary. No problem. Of course, we're going to bump your salary. And I took it. I didn't have negotiation skills. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I just thought this was the way of life. That's what you do, right? So I took it. I went in for a year. I did really well. Made them half a million dollars in profit. Thought I was going to get a raise. I got a slight raise. No bumping commission. And some of you may think, oh, well, you got some raise. Like, shouldn't you be thankful for that? Well, no, you can't survive for what things cost. You cannot survive on anything in $30,000. I don't know if anyone's been renting lately, but that stuff's expensive. If you don't have the opportunity to live at home, like you can't afford a lot of things. I was lucky enough to be living at home at the time, but it would have been so difficult not to. So once I, I quit that job, I got belittled for two hours. I let the president of the company tell me I wasn't going anywhere in my life. And those talking now, they're like, well, why did you let him talk to you like that for so long? 
And yes, I agree with that. But again, I was not given the tool set to do well. And I didn't. I willingly know that. Looking back, I know that for a fact. But then when I moved on to my next opportunity, won't bore you with the details with all of that, fell into my lap. I got my salary increase. And really what I was seeing in this market, I got the and kind of backstory and backtracking here. I actually got my idea to maybe start a resume writing company because I helped transitioning military vets find work. And what was on that piece of paper did not match personalities. And I was like, you cannot submit this and you are never going to get hired. So I started writing resumes for free. I'm like, "Hmm, well, you get hired. I get some commission. So let's do that. I did hundreds of resumes for free. I was like, oh, maybe it's just a veteran thing. Well, then fast forward when I moved into technical recruiting, I realized, oh, this is an everybody thing. Nobody's talking about how your experience translates. Nobody's talking about what you can go into. Nobody's talking about how, hey, if you got a degree in communications, you don't have to stay in communications. You can change your career path. But nobody's talking about that. Wasn't really seeing anything in the market of honesty, seeing what else you could do next. And so I was like, hmm, maybe maybe we got a little something, something here, right? So when I moved into technical recruiting, I was like, oh, this isn't everybody, everyone problem, right? So I worked there. I hated my job. I did. But the cool thing about that, I was voted most likely to succeed from my training class. So that was kind of cool. I've always had this knack for networking, making connections with people. And that's really helped me out for any situation in life so far. And when I really went through that, it's been, it was interesting. And funny enough, people internally would have me help them with their resumes or even more so they would refer people to me. And I just did it as like a little side business, like nothing crazy. I think I charged like $50 a resume, if that, like super reasonable, if I even charged at all. And I hated that job. I was there two and a half years and I was like, oh, this is such a mistake. I need to get out. And then, as you know, because I told you, I was fired. And even though I hated that job, it was still devastating because we have we have this connotation that you get fired, you're lazy, you deserved it. Like you did something to screw up that got you fired. They don't talk about the corporate politics. They don't talk about anything in between, but they don't discuss this. I worked nights, I worked weekends, I worked holidays, you name it. How did I get fired? I wasn't a lazy employee at all, but I still got fired. And that's where I was devastated. I mean, I was embarrassed. I went through all the emotions and I just couldn't believe it. But that's what gave me the push to start this business, to start the Resume Rescue to help people figure out what they want to do when they grow up, help people transition careers, help people figure out like, what the hell is the next step? And funny enough, again, you don't have to have that degree. You don't A, have to have a degree and B, you don't have to stay the same career path. I'm not going to add statistics on it because I don't have it, but most people don't go stay the same career path that they started in. Again, 18 years old. I know I wasn't like intelligent enough to pick. I have two psychology degrees, fun fact, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. You're supposed to pick at 18 years old what to do next? Like, absolutely not. 
So once I started this business, it's not glamorous. I started and I got fired. I came home. I blasted it on social media that I was starting this business, but I needed income. So I did the math of how much I needed to make. And this is a, this is actually a great tip. If you're unhappy in your job, but you need the job, you need the steady paycheck, as most people do, if you don't have like a nest egg you're sitting on, calculate how much you need a day to survive. And I'm not saying, I shouldn't say survive. I'm saying what would help you live your lifestyle. Pay your bills. You know, I like to go out to eat. I like to go to concerts. I did cut back on all those things, but what did I need to survive and then have something for an emergency fund? For me, it came down to $100 a day, which was very reasonable. However, there were some days I did not make any money and that was a little scary, but I worked three jobs. I worked at, I worked for Boar's Head doing different uh, samples, worked for my dad's company. I, I was the yes friend for everyone. So any friend, any family member who needed help, I worked, did a lot of not fun jobs, scrub toilets, not glamorous. And then I'd come home and work through resume rescue. And that's what's really helped me kind of work and get things done. It I did consider getting going back into a corporate role, but I just felt this would work. So it was not an overnight success. But what really helped me was showing up consistently on social media. And that's with anything. You're looking for a job. You're wanting to transition careers. You're wanting to do anything. You have to be consistent. You don't wake up and you're just a, you're just so magical and so fantastic at everything. It doesn't work that way. You have to practice. You have to try. Put in the effort. Put in the time. It will come to you. And really, it took me, I would say, four or five months that I was able to then quit my job or quit. I'm sorry, quit my other side jobs, I should say, and do this full time. But things that worked for me, I showed up consistently on social media. One post on LinkedIn kind of changed my life where I talked about, it was around Christmas. And I said, remember, don't work nights and Christmas and everything like that. A job will have you replaced. If you were to, if something were to happen to you, God forbid, they would have you replaced before your funeral. And if you don't believe me, you're wrong. So keep that in mind when you're spending nights, weekends, holidays working for a company that doesn't give a shit about you. But I talked about that. It resonated with so many people. And that's where my inbox was blowing up and how I did that. Now, funny enough, when that happened, like, oh, great clients in the door. We love this. But I was working 15-hour days. Yes, one five. 15-hour days I started to work. And what happened with that was didn't really have a work-life balance. You're like, oh, Angela, it's your own company. Like, you make the hours. I had that lingering, impeding sense of doom constantly. Anyone with anxiety has this all the time. And fellow anxious gal over here, it sucks. But that lingering sense of no matter how much time and effort I put into the business, I just never got anything done. Resumes were a month out. Services were a month out. I was losing I was losing business. I mean, it was crazy. It was so crazy. 
I'd miss deadlines. I'd miss things because I couldn't juggle doing social media. I couldn't juggle answering emails and messages and inquiries and tracking everything. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't know it at all. And that's okay. But really what I wanted to do is I wanted to prove something. I wanted to say, hey, look, I got fired, but I'm not worthless. And now looking back, I'm like, you're not worthless if you got fired at all. A lot of great people have been fired. A lot of great CEOs that are a part of the some of your favorite brands, they have been fired. They're some of the greatest people. And then when that happened, I was working 15 hours a day and not really doing much. I had a friend kind of push me and he's like, you need to hire someone. I'm like, I can't afford to hire someone. What are you talking about? And the scariest decision ever was to was to hire someone. But I did the math and I was doing, I think it was five hours a day worth of messages and emails and just scheduling and everything. Five hours a day. It was so much. And it was to the point where I couldn't fulfill all these services. It just wasn't happening for me. So then comes Destiny. Destiny was my sweet baby. First employee I ever hired. And funny enough, she fell into my lap where... She happened to be looking for a job and she inquired about her resume and I did the whole thing. Like, why are you looking for a job? How can I help you out? Like, what's going on? Any red flags, right? That's exactly what I was looking for. And she talked about it, loved her vibe, loved her background. And I was like, um, can, can I like interview you? Is, is that fine? Because I really like you and I really like your background. And the rest is history. Destiny's been with me now two years. But the great thing about hiring her is she was my right hand. I mean, still is my right hand where she took on the tasks I didn't have time for. Having someone to answer your messages, your emails or all the stuff you just don't have time for, don't want to do is life changing. Now, we're a great pair because she likes all the things I hate and I love all the things she hates. We are a great, great match for each other. But the beautiful thing about that was she organizes emails and she gets things together and all these proposals got out. And we were so ahead of schedule at that point. She took off half my plate. I could work then 10, 12 hours instead of 15. And when that happened, resumes, we did end up still getting like really behind on because I was our sole resume writer. Six months later, I needed another employee. And that's where Allison came in. And funny enough, we found Allison through a Facebook group. Destiny found her. But the great thing, and I love to tell the story, and this is our joke we always talk about, I hired, I still hire people to this day based on personality. And the amount of people I hire or other people hire because of personality is crazy. You want people to be a good fit for your team. You're not going to hire the person that's, I mean, yes, you can hire the person that's like perfect, fits all the boxes. That's great. I've hired on personality. Allison had a little bit of resume writing experience. Her big joke, she always says, she's like, I thought this job was a joke. Like I looked it up. I was like, is resume writing like actually a real job? Like this is a real thing. And when she saw the ad out there. So we hire Allison. We loved Allison. Still love Allison. Allison's our number one here. But or I can't say number one. Everyone's fair. But Allison's hilarious. We love Allison. And we, Destiny and I interviewed her and we thought, 
personality. Like we can train on skills. I'm a phenomenal trainer. I will give myself that. Am I the most organized? No, but I'll train you and I'll make sure you know everything. And when we trained Allison, it was just really awesome because she caught on super quick. She had the least amount of experience of the people we interviewed, but I loved her personality. She came from a shit show employer before. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm good with chaos. Chaos doesn't bother me. I'm like, oh, thank God, because we're just like a little bit chaotic here being a small business. But that's okay. You have to find what works best for your company. I can't sit here and hire people that need a specific checklist, need to do the same thing all day, every day. Like that's corporate's dream candidate, dream person comes in, sits down, does their work, like head to the ground, doesn't have opinions, you know, stuff like that. I want my employees to have opinions. I want them to call out when things are wrong. I want them to be a good culture fit and I want them all to succeed and not work in a corporate toxic environment. And that's what we've really instituted. And I love that. And now when we were doing all of this, it hasn't been a glamorous story. I mean, is it great? Yes. Has it been life-changing? Absolutely. Would I ever go back to corporate? Hell to the no. But it's worth it to bring up how a lot of things have not been easy. When we have IT issues, guess who's got to solve them? Us. When we have problems with customers, those things don't get escalated. Like you got to solve those. And that's what could be, has been like difficult. We had an issue when it was just Destiny and I, we hired someone that we made a mistake on. And again, don't hire the cheapest person. Understand why they're cheap. You get what you pay for. I learned that lesson really early on. But we hired someone to do our website and um, he somehow screwed up our email. Our email was down for an entire day. No emails were coming in or going out. Crazy. Destiny had to figure out. We sat down. It was a whole day of lost productivity on both of us. And we sat down and had to figure it out. It's like, okay, well, we need to figure this out. We don't have an IT department. We don't have an HR department. We don't have like these things in place a customer success manager. When shit hits the fan, we have to figure it out. I have cried lots, many a times. It's like every few months. That doesn't ever go away. But it's very frustrating. It was so frustrating. And even working for a small business, we work, we talk all day, every day. We work very closely with each other. And sometimes we get on each other's nerves. And yes, that's natural for your work or corporate job, sure, but it's different. And I hate to say, like, we're a family and it's like getting in a fight with your loved ones, blah, blah, blah. But it kind of is. I mean, there's been times I know they've pissed me off. I've pissed them off. But the great thing at the end of the day is there's that mutual understanding and respect you can disagree with me. You don't have to agree with everything I say. In fact, I want you to challenge me and I want you to challenge me and pick out what we could do better. That's okay. I'm not going to get mad. But all of all the bumps we've had, I mean, there's been days where things were stressful. I got hit with a big tax bill I wasn't expecting. I had crappy accountants I had to fire. I mean, 
it's not all glamorous and it's not all sunshines and rainbows. Like a lot of this shit's hard, but we still keep at it. And, you know, looking back, it's been three years and three years doesn't seem like a lot of time. It feels like I've been doing this a lot longer, but it also feels like it's been so quick. And I, it's worth it to pull out all of our accomplishments so far. I have a team I would genuinely do anything for. We do feel like friends, not the toxic friends, the ones you genuinely rely on. And even more so, and it, it goes to show. I mean, you know, when I never text my employees on the weekend unless it's something funny or something related to what they asked me, I try. I really do keep that balance. But when they send me memes or they send me gifts or they send me TikToks or they send me just anything or text me on the weekends, like it makes me feel great inside because they know they're loved. I mean, every time (laughs) we see each other, it's like, oh, love you, drive safe, blah, blah, blah. Like it's amazing. We talk very intimately. We talk about a lot of things and it's just been great. I mean, I truly, when I started this company and started hiring employees, I just said, I'm like, what did I hate about corporate? What did I absolutely hate that my manager did? What do I not want to do? So that's why we have unlimited PTO. That's why I give them flex time. That's why I say, hey, look, let's discuss. There's been issues. It's not that it's so, it's a, you know, you could do whatever the hell you want. It's a free for all. It's respectful. We all communicate. We're all on the same page. And that's what's made this so close. And that's what helped us grow. And they know they are genuinely a piece of this business. We've helped thousands of clients at this point. We've helped so many people get out of bad situations and get into new ones and just really challenge people to do the absolute unimaginable. It's been crazy looking back at that. I mean, the lives we've changed, not to say we're the sole purpose of this, but giving people the confidence they need. So many people are just so insecure or just so they have work PTSD. Work PTSD is very much a thing. A lot of people don't know it's a thing, but it's a thing. I had to get it out of my employees big time. And sometimes it will come up where it's, you know, I'm so sorry I'm taking this day off. Don't get mad. Or, oh, I'm so sorry this. I'm like, you have unlimited PTO. Again, just put it on the calendar. We're good to go. But when you work for a toxic employer and those Im- that's so embedded in you, like what you should do and how you should act and everything like that, it's hard to get it out, right? The cool thing about all of this is I really, I've started a podcast. I mean, this is why we're doing this. I've gone live on social media as I am on TikTok right now. And funny enough, it's 10.53 p.m., that I'm recording this. I spoke on a panel this mo- this afternoon. I got asked to be on a social media panel for this business bash. And hilarious enough, I mean, it's full circle. It's, I never thought I'd be doing this. I never thought I'd be a social media person. Let's start there. But this has been so incredible. I've been on multiple podcasts. I've spoken on numerous panels. I've been given so many referrals. I've built followings of thousands of people across platforms. It's just crazy. It really is crazy to me. 
I always said like I wanted a podcast. I that was my not even a podcast, but I said I wanted to go. I should have my own talk show. Like I would love it. I love talking. Like I need to have my own talk show. But what I did, and I was pushed to do this. I mean, I said it for the last like probably three or four years. Like oh, I would do a podcast or a talk show or blah 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 blah. Excuse after excuse after excuse. It was the same thing that it would not work. I mean, I just never thought I could do it. And that was like, I was my own worst enemy there with it. Of just like, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. Someone else does it better than me and blah, 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 blah. But you have the right people that support you. That's the thing. Another lesson I've learned Some of your best friends are not going to support you. Some of your best friends, closest family, closest relatives, they don't have your best interests in mind. And when you kind of take that leap and kind of go externally or you push yourself to start a business or do something you're afraid to do, quit your job, whatever that may be, so many people will not have your back. People I thought, I mean, I've had, I still have cousins to this day that think my business is cute. Even though we have five employees, there's five of us total, There's we've helped thousands of people, but some people will not see your vision. And you know what else is funny? Is the amount of people that have stepped up and either sent us referrals or sent us people that they just see us on LinkedIn, on any social media, whatever, the amount of referrals we've received, that's what's been incredible. Even people I haven't talked to in like high school or college or anything like that, that send us referrals still because they see what we're doing. I've had ex-boyfriends, friends like reach out to that I've worked with. I mean, it's just been really interesting with all of this. And the people that have supported me, some of them I didn't even know knew what I was doing. Some of them I met one time at a networking event or did whatever. And they're our biggest supporters. That's the thing with all of this is it's like, yeah, it was sad and it's tough losing people in your life. But do you really want those type of people? You really find out who the real ones are. The best, I've said the best thing a few times, but one of the things that gets a little more personal is I've been more confident than I ever have in my entire life. I used to be this very much, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to ruffle feathers. Let's just go in, work, not give your opinion, just do that, which nothing wrong with that. But I got stepped on so many times, got screwed so many times. And that's where being this person that I am, that I am confident, that I know I know what I'm talking about, and I can rightfully so discuss my business That's been huge for me. And what I'm going to leave you with, this has not been easy. It's been worth it most days, but it hasn't been easy. And I don't want anyone who's maybe listening to this and thinking like, oh, I want to start a business. It's going to be a walk in the park. It's not. You have to be tenacious. You have to have the grit to start it. But it will work out. You put in the time and effort and energy, it will work out. And if people don't see your vision or don't support you in that, they're not your people. If they push you and they have questions for you, great. But I want you to do what's best for you and nobody else. 
And I'm excited to keep doing this. I mean, as the time keeps going on and seeing where we're at, you know, another three years from now and whatnot. But it's been a hell of a three years. I'm so thankful for everything that's happened. And tune in again for another episode of That's Business. If you're looking for a career change and you're not sure where to start, the Resume Rescue can help. Sure, there's no such thing as the perfect fit for everyone, but here at the Resume Rescue, we're on a mission to find the perfect solution for you. Whether it's changing careers, updating a resume, learning LinkedIn, or practicing interviewing, we have you covered. Find us online at theresumerescue.com and find all of our contact info in our show notes.